I'm not Green Lantern. I'm Booster Gold. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 118 of the Rough Cut Retrospective, your favorite podcast that talks about movies, pop culture, and uh, comic news in the little DC universe, which we'll be getting into. I am one of your hosts, Jackson. It is so lovely to see you guys again, all our retrospectors. Uh, and with me, my favorite co-host, the boy wonder himself, Mr. Carter Sims. Hello, Carter. Good to DC you, Jackson. Oh, wow. That was amazing. <laughs> fantastic Woo! here yeah. we are if you were listening expecting us to cover la la land we are so sorry we're sorry, moving that sorry. to next week uh and we because of course um james gunn announced this insane uh update for all the dc movies uh and in, in the near future so yeah i figured that's what we would talk about and discuss and break down yeah i'm very excited about it carter how about you i'm so excited this is like our first quote emergency podcast we've ever done maybe i we know completely yeah pivoted to do something else and i'm excited and there's a lot to talk about sweet well before we get into that carter tell me something boy tell me something boy mm. what are you into this week well jackson um three new movies that i saw this mm-hmm. week um the first one shotgun wedding which was nice. drafted by uh, our one and only david obert and uh, check this out on Amazon Prime, uh, a rom action rom-com with uh, J-Lo and Josh Dumel and Jennifer Coolidge on a tear right now. Um, the movie was, uh, you know, pretty mid and random. But uh, Was this his streamer movie? This was his streamer pick, nice. yes. Um, I will say better than Deep Water, which he picked last year. I'll, I'll, <laughs> g- I'll cool. give him that. Um, right. Just full of people who are 50 years old playing like their 30... 30- they're 40 years old. Great stuff. J-Lo, Josh Dumel, Jennifer Coolidge, and Lenny Kravitz, baby. <gasps> wow. Also there, who's 58 years old, I learned today. So wild stuff. Um, so check that out. Then I went to the theater with Lauren and saw Alice Darling, which is this new Anna What's Kendrick that? movie. Okay. Um, and she kind of plays a woman who's in like an emotionally abusive relationship. And she like goes on a girl's trip with her friends for a week, but like doesn't tell her partner about it. And it's just kind of like a mental psychosis movie about her, like dealing with that and coming to terms with that. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Cool lane for uh, Anna Kendrick to be in, uh, which was fun. And I then her in forever. I know. I don't know the last time I saw her. Was it Pitch Perfect 3? That can't be right, but good for her. Mr. Right. Sure. <laughs> um, then. Most importantly, I checked out Infinity Pool, Jackson. <gasps> yes, which is uh, a movie I picked up in the draft mm-hmm. in my horror slot. And uh, let me tell you, this movie is really fucked up. And uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but it was uh, a lot of fun. I believe uh, Corbin referenced it because he saw it before us, that um, there is uh, an Alexander Skarsgård, quote, cum drip that occurs <laughs> in the first 20 minutes. Gross. Can cool. confirm that happens. All right. Um, quite something. Mia Goth, glorious as ever. Can't wait to see her in Maxine later this year. Queen of um, Horror, modern Queen of Horror. Queen of Horror. Screen She's Queen. having a moment. Um, it was really wild. Blood, pus, come. What more can you ask for? And a social commentary mixed in there. Great Cronenberg stuff. Jr. Cronenberg Jr. Baby. Um, it. it was interesting. So yeah, it was a really wild time at the movies this week. That's for sure. But uh, nice. What about you, buddy? What were you into? 
honestly have not been up to a ton. I need to get more onto the Oscar uh, binges, but I haven't gotten there quite yet. I started, I slipped back into watching Avatar The Last Airbender. It's a classic. <laughs> nice. Got back on it again. I don't know how, but here we are. Why I not? did watch the Fire of Love documentary. I don't think we talked about this yet. Um, I enjoyed mm-hmm. it a lot. Very pretty. Very Me cool. Too. Um, yeah, huge fan of it. I definitely worth checking out. I think it's on Disney Plus. Indeed. Um, yeah, I don't know. I noticed today though, because I have Apple TV or whatever. If you go to like the iTunes movies, a lot of the Oscar nominated movies are there, and you can rent them for like six bucks. So like, oh, I think I'm just gonna bad. start doing that. Huge. Yeah. So yeah, that's all I've been into this week. Very nice. Very nice. Um, yeah. should we should we get into uh something we haven't done in quite some time, Jackson? Let's do it. Let's bring back Newsflash. You think you're too cool for school, but I got a Newsflash for you, Walter Cronkite. You aren't. Oh, boy. I missed that sound bite, baby. Jackson, what what happened this week? What are we doing here? So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is a lot to break down. I'm going to do my best. Uh, It's a lot. Um, so basically, James Gunn and Peter Safran are the new heads of DC Films. We've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. And James Gunn promised that at some point in January, he was going to release some of what to expect for like DC's future. Um, um, and he, of course, he waited till like the very last day <laughs> to, to put out this video. For January 31st. Um, it was a lot. There was a lot to break down. And so I'm going to kind of start before we get to the individual projects, just like what's kind of happening and what to expect. So it's no longer called the DCEU, which was a huge mistake. I don't know why they did that. <laughs> it is now just the DCU, the Detective Comics Universe, which is uh-huh. weird to think of it like that. But that's what it is. Um, this universe is going to be comprised of film. Uh, TV shows and video games, which I think is really cool. Um, he has not yet announced any video games that are going to be connected to this universe so far, but like that is something we should expect at some point, which I think is super sick. Mm-hmm. Um, something that Marvel's yeah. not doing. Yeah. yeah, and like the TV shows that they're doing, like I they they they've started the TV shows, I guess, but like I feel like these are going to be like more its own thing and like not a whole mess. Like Peacemaker is a great start to like their tv show universe stuff which i think is really cool indeed um and like so all uh, most of these actors who are voicing them in like the tv animated stuff because it's it's expanding mediums too so there's gonna be like a lot of animation mm-hmm. and so those voice actors most of them are going to play them live action too which i think is like really cool super cool. A really a really interesting direction and like i'm kind of curious if they're gonna get like these giant stars for like these new characters or if they're gonna be like more unknown because because then they can like throw them into like video games and it won't cost them like a million dollars to do so like that's what i'm really kind of curious about like how if they'll be able to get those giant mega stars for like the smaller animated stuff i don't know Uh, Mm -hmm. i'm really down for that um another big thing that they announced is while while they will have their dcu um, they're still going to make like the Reeves verse Batman's and the Jokers and Teen Titans go is still going to exist. And that is going to be under the DC Elseworld label. So basically like anything that's not canon to their stuff, they're still going to make and do like whatever the hell they want to do with it, which I think is so cool. Very fun. That, like you can still have um, like this big connected universe and also like these fun, like auteur movies um, on the side. 
And I'm pretty sure I read that Tanahitsi's Coates's Black Superman film is still on the table for that kind of stuff too, which is really exciting because we thought that was dead in the water. That's the J.J. Abrams one too. Same I thing? think I think it's the same or one. It's the Black Superman movie. Yeah, I think he's okay. like rumored to be attached to it. So like that's really exciting because like I was really stoked for that idea. Um, I don't know. I think the Elseworld stuff is really really exciting. Mm-hmm. And then this is where it gets a little confusing for me. <laughs> I don't know if you feel the same way. So we have the Elseworld stuff. I don't uh-huh. know if the Snyderverse stuff falls under that. However, Shazam Fury of the Gods is happening next. And like, mm-hmm. I guess that's canon to this stuff. He he mentioned Shazam Fury of the Gods as like the canonical order. And then the Flash is coming out, which he was like, oh, by the way, the Flash is really good. The best superhero movies ever seen. Something I, to that effect. I don't know how true that is because like he, he's got to promote these movies, I guess. But like... Yeah. I've heard from other people it's pretty good too. So like yeah, do with that what you will. Yeah. It's yeah, it's like loosely adapting from the Flashpoint uh movie storyline or whatever, which is like a good reset if you want to jump into new continuity. Mm-hmm. So then that's like resetting the whole universe. And then our first official it's so weird because like he says the first official thing like a couple different moments. So like I don't actually know. Yeah. Maybe like if these flop, they won't actually be a part of it. Mm-hmm. But then Blue Beetle is like kind of jump starting the new continuity. Which is interesting, and which is like Aqu- a very low stakes way yeah. to do it. If if that's what's happening, exactly. Which something... is also a weird building block to start off with. I I don't know if it's like the right move. I'm excited for that movie, so like, uh-huh. I bring it. It doesn't need to be like it could be an elseworld elseworld story for me, and I would be totally happy with that. Um, then we have Aquaman: The Lost Kingdom. I think is the official title of it. That and that's yep. also that's going to be the last of those releases. That's not like their new stuff. Mm-hmm. But it, it, again, it's kind of unclear if these are like straight canon into the universe or or they're Elseworlds. I, personally, I feel like they should just be Elseworlds. I don't know how you feel about that stuff. Yeah, like I wonder if it's like a path where they think that they're going to see how the movie performs first. Yeah, and then if it works, then they'll say, "Oh, this is canon." And if it doesn't, they'll be like, "Oh, this is this is Elseworld." Like. I don't understand really. Like, I think the the big weird outlier in all this is Wonder Woman. Uh, which yes. The conversation, like, there's not a third movie planned at the as of now, or like anything no. really in development. But they did say that the door was open for all these people to return, like and Zachary Levi. Yeah, and I think Peter Safran said that like, oh, Aquaman three is like probably happening too. So like, some of these yeah. movies do have like loosely planned sequels or whatever correct Um, but maybe those sequels the only ones that will be canon are like the third movies to this universe which is also really weird perhaps Um, yeah i don't know this is also very weird coming off of like the zachary levi controversy this week of him Mm -hmm. just like being this weirdo anti-vax guy kind of and like just kind of a piece of shit like apparently a bunch of people who've like yeah i worked on podcasts where he was a guest and they had to cut out like weird racist ramblings from him (laughs) and like it was really weird because he got like shit face drunk on this podcast and like now we aren't allowed to drink on our podcast because he was such a mess well that's rough um which is really weird and kind of sucks and i've just been seeing a bunch of like stories of like oh yeah i met this guy and he's a dick um yeah and then of course james gunn was like you know like we have th- these plans are bigger than like individual actors saying stupid shit, which to me didn't say like we'll cut ties and keep the stuff moving or like we'll keep them and just deal with it. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, so it's just going to be interesting from like these perspectives of the Snyder actors when they interact 
with these new characters yeah. from this new universe, if that's going to be strange or if they're going to decide that these things want to be in a corner over here where with the Joker and the Batman yeah. and things like that, or if it wants to be in with this, which we don't and really know the answer to. It's especially interesting also because like Aquaman, like Jason Momoa said he wants to play Lobo and people think he's going to be this other character. So like, like people thought, okay, Aquaman's definitely done. Like he's moving on to this other character in the DC universe. And it's going to be like really fun, mm-hmm. but now he's maybe doing both and like it's both Canon. And like, that's even kind of though, confusing. and even though like James Gunn said, there will not be characters playing or actors playing two different characters. He also said that or Saffron did this yeah. past week. So like there's confusion there as well. As yeah. well. Like does that personally, count if like one is in the else world and one's yeah. in the canon? We don't exactly. Know. Between yeah. Shazam and the Flash and Wonder Woman and Aquaman, I really don't need any of them to carry over. Like, I am so fine. Oh, yeah. with Just like I'm, rebooting I'm... and recasting because, like, I'm personally not like really attached to any of those besides maybe Jason Momoa. But if he's happy doing Lobo, then like just bring him over. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I I, I kind of feel weird about that. But but yeah. Do you have anything else to say about that before we move on to like the official DCU stuff? Yeah, I think just one more thing of note something else that came out today was just talking of the Batgirl movie and how they decided that like it was for the best. Everyone agreed that that movie was unreleasable and which is kind of crazy. I don't know. It seemed like really weird because like you had like Michael Keaton coming back. I personally wasn't like super in love with the suit Mm -hmm. and like the, and Brendan Fraser was the firefly, which sounded really fun. But if it's, I don't know if it's that bad, I guess it's that bad, but so yeah, I just, I'd still like to see it. I don't know, release it and like make it an Elseworld if you really have to. But yeah, so I wonder if that character will get an incarnation somewhere down the line. But maybe with redemption with all these actors that have been cast in the roles later down the line, or if this movie yeah. is just scrapped forever and yeah. we'll never touch this again. But just thought that was an interesting note that they were also quoting that this was not releasable and it would have hurt DC is what they yeah, said. So totally. And just with that perspective, like they chose not to release that, but they did release Black Adam. So I'm just going to throw that out there too. So that's true. <laughs> um, and another thing too, I guess, really quick, like they are keeping like the Suicide Squad stuff and like the Peacemaker stuff, which is totally mm-hmm. cool. I I like that stuff. I was totally willing to sacrifice that for the sake of like let's just start completely fresh and not have to worry about any of it. Yeah. Um, mostly because Jared Leto Joker is like still technically tied to that <laughs> stuff. Um, I don't know sure. if they're like moving that stuff around and like because like how that works like if they're keeping uh margot robbie as harley quinn i assume you would if she wants to stay on because like why would you deny that star power but yeah i don't know maybe like all the actors are the same but like none of that continuity is the same so like if you haven't seen them in this new continuity it's just like done yeah and i think it goes without saying maybe the elephant in the room is that these projects remain because they're james gunn created things also so there is that as well, but yeah, and they're great. They are really good, but they are. So we'll see where that leads us. So, okay. but yeah, I think that's all with the current slate, what we have right now. Yes. Okay. So moving on the first chapter of the DCU is titled gods and monsters, which I think is a really sick way to do. Like we're not doing phase one. Like these are like chapters and this mm-hmm. is a saga. Like we're leading up to something really cool. But like these are going to be like individual stories with individual themes within like each context, which I I think is really fun. Um, it should be noted, Gods and Monsters is like an animated movie. Like it's kind of like an Elseworlds like what if story of like, okay, we have Batman who's like a literal vampire 
Batman and he's voiced Ooh. by Michael C. Hall, which is like really weird. Incredible. Um, and then like Wonder Woman's like a fury for like Dark Side, and like uh, I think Superman is like Zod's son on Earth, which is like really weird, but like it's this really weird, like dark take on like the the Trinity or whatever. It's super weird. I don't think any of that actually will matter to this. Sure. But I just thought it was worth noting. Um, and so this uh, slate of Gods and Monsters is going to account for the next eight to ten years of DCU content. Um, and not all is accounted for in this specific am- announcement. And they said more is like definitely going to show up. So uh, without further ado, I think I'm just going to start going through the projects and I'll break it down and we can talk about them. And then, yeah, I think that's absolutely. Good. So the first project that he announced that gun announced on his video was the creature commandos this is going to be an animated series that and james gunn wrote all of this and then so basically another thing that we should note is that he emphasized all of these characters will be portrayed in live action at some point mm-hmm. and most of their voice actors will reprise their roles in live action as well so we're either going to get like an all-star cast or like some really iconic voice actors and then like body doubles. Like, I don't, I don't know exactly how that's mm. going to happen. Interesting. Uh, I don't know much about this uh, team. Of course I was very surprised, but like, it's so James Gunn of him. So like, I wasn't really that surprised at the same time. Um, the official image that they released in that video is the actual artwork for the cartoon that they're doing. So like kind of just expect that lineup and that kind of art style going forward. Um, the members include Rick Flag Sr. So that's Joel Kinnaman's dad from the yeah. Suicide Squad. Uh, Nina Mazursky. I don't know who that is. Dr. Phosphorus. Eric Frankenstein. Oh. G.I. Robot. And Weasel. Weasel's back? Weasel's back, baby. Let's I think go. that's so funny. Um, they're... <laughs> Like, I think before they've had, like, Wolfman and stuff like that, but I think Weasel's just taking that role, and I think that's so weird and cool and fun. <laughs> um, I, yeah, um... so something also that should be noted is Amanda Waller is assembling this team, and it is, like, kind of a branch of Task Force-esque, Task Force X, I think, which is kind of super weird and fun. So when I was reading briefly about this, is this going to be, like, a, 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 a sort of pseudo-prequel type of deal? Because it's based on a a 1980s comic team right so oh yeah i read that it's like sometimes like they fight during world war ii sometimes it's modernized i read that this is i think going to be a modern okay gotcha so it's just going to be like one of those things where they're like expanding the monsters and like the dark side of dc comics which i think is awesome because they have a lot of weird shit and yeah um i don't know if there's like going to be like this movie like i don't think this this series is going to be like a movie anytime soon but maybe they'll show up as like a supporting cast for like a dc yeah. dark thing the, the characters will probably pop up yeah down the line. but yeah do you have any anything you really want to see out of this or anything other thoughts about it no other than i just i hope it's kind of a maybe a dark a darker turn with like yeah. you have a vampire and a werewolf and it sounds like mm-hmm. a Frankenstein monster on the team. Yeah. I'm hoping this will be kind of a cool dark, darker side of, of mm-hmm. DC. Um, and we're supposed to get this before summer of 2025, allegedly. So that's exciting. I mean, it seems like it's coming to, they're all written. Like, I don't know how many episodes it is, but as you said, Gunn wrote them all. So like it's in production. So yeah, I just, I don't know much about this. So I just thought it was very bold for him to be, this is the first thing he announced in the, the announcement yeah. when he started with that i was like oh god how's this gonna go because i don't know any of this <laughs> totally 
And it also should be noted, uh, James Gunn tweeted the other day that like um, he will not be casting anything until like the scripts are done. So this will smart. probably be the first thing that we get like casting announcements for. Very cool um, and very smart. Yeah. I don't know who they'll get. I kind of hope they get like a bunch of just like ho- like horror Hollywood uh, royalty. Like I think it'd be really cool to get like Bruce Campbell maybe as like Rick Flagg Sr. Like, oh, that'd that be would be cool. fun. Or like, I don't Jamie know. Jamie Lee like, Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis would be super fun. You could throw in some of the younger people who've been showing up in like Barbarian and like, I don't know. I, I feel like you could, like uh, the girl from Megan could be fun. Like the main adult woman. Who's also in Get <laughs> oh, Out. Allison Williams. Yeah. yeah, she'd be fun. Like, I feel like you, you could throw in like a lot of really fun, like horror actors right now into this. But... Since I'm here, I'll just say I would like Zach Kreger to direct the series now that I'm here. If it's possible. For, the, is that the... He just barbarian. did Barbarian. Yeah. yeah he's That'd great. be fun. So, Super fun. Little humor in there, a little comic-y humor, a little scary yeah. stuff. I like it. And I also think this should be noted too. It seems as if tone and like, like it's not going to be like classic Marvel where everything feels the exact same in every single movie. Like there's going to be different tones, different ratings, and okay. it's all just going to like, when it mixes, it mixes, but like otherwise it's going to be like its own thing. And I'm really excited for that. I think that's going to be a really fresh way to do this. To where like the burnout is just like not really a thing totally. and also i want to note too i think it's expected to be two movies and two shows a year which i think is also very manageable no fatigue no fatigue yeah. i love it as yeah, opposed yeah. to three and four and yeah exactly right. cool moving on we have waller which is an amanda waller show uh, with viola davis returning so this is like confirmation of all those actors coming back um, it is going to be a team up with Team Peacemaker from the show, so I, I assume maybe John Cena is showing back up for that as uh, his role, and then of course all the supporting cast from there. Mm-hmm. Um, the story this is not written by James Gunn, which is what I'm so far at least. The story is created by Watchmen writer Crystal Henry, um, the Watchmen comic, um, or maybe the show actually, um, and then the creator of Doom Patrol, Jeremy Carver. So this is like a really good weird team that i'm like yeah. pretty excited for Sounds um, fun. and james gunn seems like super excited about this um basically the takeaway i have from this is that it's just going to maybe be like an assembly of um this thing in the comics called checkmate which is like another extension of task force x which i i kind of like that we're like expanding this stuff i really like that we're getting that cast back yeah um but maybe we're getting introductions of characters like mr terrific which james gunn tweeted about a while ago i don't think you really know who that guy is but basically he's he's a cool um character he's just this really smart athlete guy he's cool i don't know he's terrific. i don't know what to say about him he's mr terrific he's really cool <laughs> um yeah there's not a whole lot to say about this unless you have any thoughts i just think it's a big dub that we're keeping viola davis oh um, totally i think she's the j jonah jameson casting of <laughs> the dc universe like it's just so perfect like perfect why casting. would you ever change it yeah so i hope to see her for a long time in this, in these shows and these movies. So I'm happy. And like, if we can keep Viola Davis, like that gets me excited for the, the types of actors that we'll get down totally. the line as well. Totally. So, and we're supposed to get this before any of the other stuff too. It's like this mm-hmm. and Com- creature commander. So I think the yeah. first things we'll see. So, yeah. And this should, it should be said that this is debuting before peacemaker season two, which is still confirmed, but was not hold, officially right? announced. Yeah. So Maybe, maybe who knows? Maybe this will be like the season two, or maybe this will just be the bridge. I hope it's not like a them. book of Boba Fett situation, though. Where it like undoes like all the progress from <laughs> Peacemaker. Yeah, that would yeah. be really weird. Um, you never know. I'm I'm excited for this though. Yeah, looks cool. cool. I'm excited for it. 
now we're into the first actual uh this is what james gunn refers to as the true beginning of the dcu which again is kind of weird and we don't exactly know <laughs> what's what is happening this? this is the first movie of the dcu that's not blue beetle or aquaman or the flash or shazam 2 so i again who knows what's going on mm-hmm. but uh this is superman legacy which yeah. i'm super stoked for uh written by james gunn we have a release date it's releasing july 11th 2025 which i think mm-hmm. is huge like that's a really quick turnaround if they keep up with that schedule yeah um the speculation is that it kind of deals with him uh dealing with like his like earth upbringing and also his learning about his kryptonian heritage and also it's kind of like a. I read that it's like a commentary of like when hope really matters when like the world kind of has given up on it and so it's like a way more optimistic look at superman is what i'm gathering from this um which finally a, yeah exactly like as yeah. a huge superman fan like why haven't we been doing this in the movies for the past yeah. 20 years i don't know um i'm really stoked for this there's not a casting yet but we'll get that eventually he said he's halfway done with the script so yeah, yeah and i think it's interesting to note that he's writing it don't have a director attached or anything yeah. do you think he'll end up directing it too or will we go we go somewhere you know, else I, with I wouldn't be upset if if we did but i i really want someone like a ryan johnson to direct fun uh, a superman movie i i don't know if like you're losing out if he doesn't write it himself too though i i just mm-hmm. want someone who can like do like the grand spectacle of superman and of course he can but like i i don't know like i don't know if that's like too much on his plate already or if he'll, he'll want to give that to somebody else but but yeah i'm i'm feeling very confident that he's writing it. i think he'll understand that character really well do you have a do you have a person that you'd like to see in the, in the suit in the, in the little trunks it's so tough i feel like for most of these and we'll talk about this later too like a lot of these castings are going to have to be almost always unknown care like actors mm-hmm. um but yeah, there's like a ton of rumors and James Gunn like dispelled all those rumors. He's like, he's like I don't consider anybody until after the script is done. Yeah. But yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I'd be cool with like a lot of the names that are being thrown around right now. Nothing has really like upset me too much. Would uh, This was mine. I haven't read anything, but how does Glenn Powell feel to you? <laughs> Glenn Powell, I actually have coming up in the, the next oh, couple of things. Exciting. Okay. So he'll be in the DCU for he'll sure. He'll be somewhere for he'll sure. Be somewhere. I, I, I'd be surprised if he wasn't. Yeah. Um, cool. But yeah, also I feel like maybe this is the time they do Brainiac. For, oh, fun. For a villain. Because like, if you're dealing with this Kryptonian heritage and also like optimism, like it could be that, or it could be like, there's this movie called Superman versus the elite, which is like really good. It's, it's an adaptation from, the comics as well and kind of just like dealing with like the idea of like what his role is in this world and like it's kind of like an optimistic turn onto superman but but yeah i don't know i don't know what we'll do i think this is a really really good foundation though i'm pretty pretty excited about it can we get jesse eisenberg as brainiac sure i mean why not <laughs> bring him back in if he wants just on. Not as Lex Luthor. Give him i did i did see speaking of just that People asked Dave Batista if he would like to play Lex Luthor. That was what I saw that now. So he'd be fun as a brainy guy. I don't know about Lex, but I think he'd be really fun as like um, Dr. Hugo Strange and like the Batman stuff. He like runs Arkham Asylum. I did see those side by sides with his character yeah. from. Uh, he looks Runner. like it, right? Looks, yeah. Looks really scarily the same. So like, I think that'd be really great. That's been my choice for like a couple of years now, but Amazing. you never know. Well, I'm excited to finally get a, an, uh, a heartful superhero movie. Yeah. So full of hope. So excited for that and then moving on we have lanterns 
which is of course going to be featuring the two probably most like significant Green Lanterns and like modern like pop culture awareness. Uh, Hal Jordan, who is the second official uh, Green Lantern, and John Stewart, who is the fourth Green Lantern introduced. Um, it is going to be a big premiere HBO television series. Yeah. Um, James Gunn was also quoted saying a few other lanterns uh, peppered in there as well. I don't know if that's human lanterns or like the weird alien ones that show up every now and then that are super fun or like evil lanterns because there's other lanterns than just like green lanterns. There's like yellow and orange and red and all sorts of crazy ones. So like maybe like those are like the bad guys. Mm -hmm. But basically from what uh, he's been saying is that it's like earth based, like true detective inspired that's um, really space cool. cop, <laughs> which is like pretty interesting. Um, I know people were kind of wanting like a bigger, like colossal, like space adventure for the Green Lanterns, but I think starting out this way is like maybe smarter and then like expanding to that world a little bit more. But I think Start that's like a really, level. Yeah, exactly. I think this will be like a really interesting way to do it. And I'm pretty excited for this. I don't know. Are you are you pretty hyped for this? Well, not really knowing much about like yeah. Green Lanterns other than you know ryan reynolds Reynolds. yeah um i was just excited to hear the true detective comparisons because that really catches my eye i don't know if it's going to be as like gritty and dark as true Mm -hmm. detective per se because that shows a lot and unpacks a lot of things and gets really dark i don't know if that's the the lane here but just the fact of it being a detective inspiration story sounds sounds kind of cool um and I don't really know much. Uh, it says Hal Jordan and John Stewart. I know one was Ryan Reynolds at one point, and I don't really know much about the other one. John um, Stewart has never showed up in live action yet. Got it. Um, he Just was in cartoons. The, He's the yeah. Green he Lantern was like the that Green I Lantern know. in all the Justice League cartoons, which is like what I grew up with. So I'm kind of like a John Stewart fan between the okay. two of these. Then he's the one um, that I've I've seen then. So yeah. So yeah, Hal Jordan's like fighter pilot guy, and then John Stewart's like Glenn ex-marine Powell. architect guy. So Got he's it. he's pretty fun. Um, I think I think it's kind of an interesting pair that they picked because I feel like you could get like more. I like I feel like John Stewart and like Guy Gardner would have been like the most like butting heads for like a cop like procedural kind of mystery. I don't know. Like, but I I think you got to have Hal Jordan there if you want to start off your stuff pretty big. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Do you have uh do you have some casts? Do you have some picks? So this is actually where I feel like Glenn Powell would be really good. Like in the Fighter Pilot. Yeah. yeah. I think he'd be really fun there. John Stewart, I feel like you could throw a bunch of different people in there. He's sometimes like an old peppered kind of guy or like a younger dude. I think Trevante Rhodes would be really fun as John Stewart. Love that. Um, the guy from Glass Onion, his name's slipping my mind right now. Leslie Odom Jr. He'd be really fun. I would be really down for that. Uh, I know people have thrown out like Idris Elba in the past, but like obviously now he's like Can't in the universe that. already. And then I feel like I've seen like Sterling K. Brown as well. And I feel like all of those choices would be super fun. Very um, nice. But yeah, how how could be a bunch of people too? He could be older for all I care. Um, but yeah. Very nice. I I was just I'm throwing Michael B. Jordan in for in oh there totally for he'd fun. be super fun yeah he could be I'd great be for that and since I just watched uh, the White Lotus season two uh, Theo James is high on my radar okay. right now I think he'd be a, a cool Green Lantern too from also Divergent fame for all of my oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about yeah he's yeah fun I think he'd be fun as well so so yeah that, I'm excited about this show not knowing any much about Green Lantern I'm ready for some Lantern redemption. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited. Beautiful. Um, moving on, we have the authority, 
Yes. And this, okay, this is a bit out of my wheelhouse as much of a comic fan as I am. Mine as well. These (laughs) are from, this is maybe the one where I'm like, oh, I don't know about this move. This is a movie that's going to be based off of Wildstorm characters. Mm Mm-hmm. But you've, Wild Storm, you've lost me already. So yeah. So <laughs> Wildstorm characters were like so Wildstorm was this this other comic publisher that were bought out in like 1999 by DC. By comics, DC. Oh, okay. By DC. So this is very mm. similar to which we talked about on the Peacemaker episode where like Charlton Comics had like their characters and then DC bought them and then they were like right. slowly integrated over time. But Just like fresh. This is like a fresher one, and they haven't really introduced them to me at least, like really well, like as a part of the DC continuity. Like I always kind of viewed them as like, oh, they're on their own Earth doing their own thing, like in their own Elseworld stuff. Hmm. And so to me, it's really weird that they're incorporating them, especially considering that like the two biggest characters, um, which are like Apollo and oh gosh, uh, oh man, I can't even think of the other guy. It just goes to sh- it just goes to show that not even you know this that like this is very very niche and could maybe have Guardians potential if it blows up in a way yeah that people don't really know much about it like but so basically it's yeah so basically it's like these two guys that are like a Batman and Superman analog except they're like the the kind of thing is like they're in a gay relationship which is pretty interesting his name's oh, Midnighter by the way I just remember okay. it's Midnighter interesting um, yeah so like. To me, I was like, whenever I first heard it, because it's kind of like, oh, this is about a group of superheroes who think the world is broken and they want to fix it by any means necessary. And I was like, okay. So it's a gray morality. Yeah. It's like kind of, I was like, maybe this is going to be like a commentary on like how stuff doesn't need to be this dark. Like maybe this is, but also maybe this is like their take on like the boys or like just like Mm. kind of how like Marvel has been kind of doing their like darker comics instead of their like into movies and stuff like i don't i don't really know what they're doing with this and and it's the, um, like it's a movie too like it's their second this is movie, a movie they're releasing yeah. like it's very ballsy they're just like laying i guess it you start with something as strong as superman and then you throw sprinkle one of these in between the other it's very strange like to me this feels like because you know how like a watchman is like kind of like a commentary of like the superhero medium. This is mm-hmm. also that, but like I would feel weird if like they mixed in the watchman characters into DC continuity from and just also the, have them there. Yeah. Like that should be a, uh, this. Like feels it just like feels a, like its own thing. Does like this feel like an else world? They didn't say this was an else world. This isn't thing, an though. else world. They said this is like they are going to be like mixing with the characters and maybe who knows, like maybe Superman will show up and be like, you shouldn't be like this actually. And maybe it'll I, be like an adaptation of that thing I talked about earlier hmm. of like Superman versus the elite. But I doubt it. I don't know. This seems like a really weird way to take it for your universe. But like. Whatever. It seems do, like do you, something that you would do later down the line when you've established totally. yourself. Um, or or just make it an Elseworld thing. I don't know. It seems yeah. weird to mix it. But do what you got to do. I think it'll be really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of annoying people are going to complain about gay representation. So who knows? I, I think it'll be really cool Can't to wait. see that at least. Um, yeah. It's yeah. cool to see that right at the forefront off yeah, the totally. bat. And I'll, it'll be great to see that that movie will not play in China. So. <laughs> that's true probably good for not. them it does um, say it, it's currently being written by a mystery writer which is that's weird too like does that mean they, it's like actually being written or like and like we just don't know about it but uh, i don't know but all i all want to say is just off of the off of the awesome success of andor 
I want uh like one of the Gilroy brothers to be involved in this. Cool, in totally, way. absolutely. Um, maybe Dan Gilroy who did Nightcrawler, who like kind of does like Ooh, the moral, the moral yeah, ambiguity yeah, yeah. Of, of stuff. I like that. So that's kind of where my head's going here. But I like I, that a lot. Yeah. So yeah, I don't I, have any castings for these just because like yeah, I, don't I really either. don't know these characters enough to like. Even well, begin. let's put in since Gunn said he would be working with his Guardians cast in the future. Let's <laughs> put Chris Pratt in there. Oh, my biggest fear, and we'll get to it, but my biggest fear is that they're going to put him in as Booster Gold, and I think that's my lead. Like, isn't he just like that. Peter Quill anyway? Like, yeah, exactly. Which is kind of why I don't want that. Like, yeah. I, I think that would be not. Super That'd fun. be a mistake. So we'll, we'll see where we'll see. Anyways, Anyways, (laughs) uh, moving on to the next project, we're talking about Paradise Lost, which is an HBO Max television series based on Wonder Woman's origin. It's not her, but like her place of origin, which is the island of Themyscira. He compared it to Game of Thrones. And from what I gathered, this is a prequel series, like before Wonder Woman was born. Yeah, it said like tell the origin of the Amazon's all female culture and society. That's cool. I so, the, the only thing is I don't want it to be continuity to I don't want Wonder it to Woman. make Wonder Woman with like Gal Gadot. I don't want that to be canon. I want but I want this to be like really good. I don't know. It, I'm kind of like in a weird spot with this. It feels like I feel like Game of Thrones inspired was the wrong word to use. I think you should have said House of Dragon inspired. Yeah. Because then that totally. would have made it become more clear. Uh if it's game again, with the true detective comparisons, when they say Game of Thrones inspired, are we talking Early gory, Game of Thrones? like are we talking yeah are we talking jump the shark game of thrones or are Season we talking eight. like are we talking <laughs> incest blood gore nudity violence all of that i imagine this will be probably pretty gory gritty okay well yeah. that's that's exciting like something again something marvel hasn't pretty really adult. done yeah if we have to compare and contrast which we've you know where it's our nature to do so with marvel so it's pretty exciting It'd be cool. Yeah, if... I am excited for this. And speaking of gay representation, like this is an island of all women. Like this is going to be super not for straighties. The straighties are going to be mad. Hey, I love it. We're getting to the DC. Like those people can go watch your Marvel junk for all I yeah. care. Like stick here and watch DC. I, I like the the edginess that we're taking at least for yeah. sure. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know much about this. Like there's a bunch of like supporting characters that like could be featured like there's like nubia and like artemis and some mm-hmm. other people i don't know if those will show up or if it'll just be like original characters like really minor characters that no one really knows about but yeah but yeah i don't know i don't know who's attached to write or anything probably none of that yet but yeah, i don't think I, any of that if we're getting game of thrones-esque inspiration i'd like a game of thrones director in there to direct sure, this totally so i'm just throwing mark mylod into the into the fire who did game like of thrones that. episodes who just did the menu so he's hot oh right now. hell yeah if i had to guess a villain just off the top of my head, I'm gonna sure. go Cersei. Why not? It's probably Cersei. Oh, and you we'll get know. and we'll get um, what's her name? Who played Cersei? What's her name? Can't think of it from Game of oh, Thrones. Oh, Game of Thrones. Anyway, Lena, Lena Hetty. We'll get her. <laughs> Amazing. Great. Good stuff. Excited cool. for that. Moving on to our next huge announcement. I feel like this is like a really big one. We yeah. have the Brave and the Bold, which is a Batman story. Um, about Batman and his son Damian Wayne. Yeah. Uh, this is based on Grant Morrison's comic run and is quote the beginning of the Bat family in the DCU. Um, one thing that I found really funny during this when they showed the image, uh, in the like presentation, the one who was Batman is actually Dick Grayson, like as Batman, while Batman's oh, that's like funny. missing. <laughs> so like I don't think that was intentional. Yeah. I don't um, know. 
or like i don't know so like people are like <laughs> a little bit worried like oh maybe this is the start of the bat family and like none of the previous robins exist and like they're kind of worried about that which i could see happening but i feel like with gun like you're gonna have nightwing established at least so like uh-huh i'm personally not worried about it because like that's the one i care about so is this like and, the fourth incarnation of that it's character? technically like the fifth robin but like oh, wow the fourth like yeah it's a, it's okay. an important character he's so yeah damian wayne is like the son of Batman, like Bruce Wayne, and Talia Al Ghul, who is the daughter of Raz Al Ghul, who you've seen in like Batman Begins and stuff, and mm-hmm. you've seen Talia in The Dark Knight Rises, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not super great, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like basically, he's like born and raised in the League of Shadows and raised as an assassin, and he has like oh, this sick cool. sword, and like he basically just shows up on his doorstep at like the age of like twelve, and he's like, "You're my father." And also I'm a dick and I kill people. And like, this is going to be a lot for you to deal with. And I'm really excited for that. I think that's going to be really cool. You, you could do the story like post Jason Todd death if you wanted to. So maybe he's like the reluctant father who has to like step up to this role again. And like, maybe he's like worried or maybe not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think this kind of implies an older Batman, which I was not thrilled about with like the DCEU, but because we have like the Robert Pattinson going at the same time, I feel like you'll have both areas like pretty satisfied. Sure. So long as the Bat family is like pretty established. But yeah, what do you think about this? What are your thoughts? I mean, I'm excited. Like uh, nervous, but excited probably in the same way when the Batman was announced. Yeah. Cause I, cause I just thought, Oh, we're doing another one. Like, mm-hmm. is are we beating a dead horse here? But this seems like a new story that I don't know much about. Yeah, uh, I'm always excited to see an actor's interpretation of the Batman, and I'm totally. usually surprised by it, and usually pleasantly surprised by it. And it's usually something I've never seen before. It'll just be if we can find a lane that we haven't already explored, yeah. which it sounds like we are. Um, yeah, totally. I, which is what I'm excited for. This feels like finally like a fresh, like a really fresh take, a fresh on take it. for sure. And we haven't seen a Robin in in forever, forever, unless you count again <laughs> Dark Knight Rises, but you probably shouldn't. Which I don't think anyone would know that is a Robin. I don't, I don't but... think they would either. So, so yeah, I I'm thrilled for it. Do you have any like dreams of of who Batman or Robin would be in your brain? So it should be noted with Robin you can't cast this far out because the kid is like 12. So you'd be casting like, (laughs) I feel like seven year olds at this point. And it's like, you just don't know who's going to be good and who's not at this point. So no point in that, but it should be noted that the character is like a mixed race character because like Batman is obviously white, but like his mom has like Chinese and Arabic descent. So like, he's like, he's definitely like not going to be like, White. A super white person so people and but people aren't going to do that i've been seeing already that kid from umbrella academy getting thrown around like a billion times and it's like no he's so white don't do that mm-hmm. um for batman i really don't know because like it, they probably gonna be like late 30s early 40s is what i imagine they're gonna do with that uh-huh i i just really haven't looked into like actors around that age that like i would really love do you do you have any money like that you're like dying to see not dying, but and this could be just fresh on the brain because I did just see uh, him in Infinity Pool. But I'm like an Alexander Skarsgård stock right now. That'd be fun. In the I'd world. Be down for that. I think yeah. he'd be pretty pretty cool. And also, I threw this name out for James Bond back in the day, but I think Richard Madden would also Richard be Richard Madden good. would be super solid. I wouldn't um, be mad at that at all. But I also haven't really dug into people in that age range. But yeah. But I think, uh, I'd, I mean, I obviously did not know that of the Robin casting that it was Uh both that young and that diverse. So I'm excited to see, maybe that's an unknown 
exactly that's what and i feel like it probably should be with batman i feel like that'll you'll probably have to go with some star power for that just because yeah, of I think the, so. the weight of the mantle a little bit but mm-hmm. but yeah for villains i feel like we're probably gonna get like raza ghoul like league of shadows stuff and maybe like a fun like comic one like clayface or something would be super cool i don't know if that'll happen but like that's kind of my wish list for fun. That. that's chris pratt clayface <laughs> god who knows um, yeah, anything about that or should we move on to the next project? No, I'm thrilled. Can I just say, since um, they've talked about getting this guy involved in directing a project, I'd love Ben Affleck to direct this movie. That'd be super fun. I'd be down for that. So yeah. long, I don't think I want to see him as Batman again. But No, no, we, we're, we're done but with like that. But like directing? Totally. Like, let him do that. That'd be cool. Yeah, the man I'm can direct. So I'm excited for that. So yeah, maybe he'll write sick. it. I don't know. Exciting. Sweet. Uh, moving on to one of my super this is maybe one of the things i'm most excited about maybe mm-hmm. uh the booster gold hbo max series yeah um who is one of my favorite characters i have his issue number one in this office which is pretty fun um basically quote he's a loser from the future who uses technology from the future to go back in time to be a superhero um Sounds yeah great. he's from like the year like three thousand or something or like he's from like he's really far in the future he steals like flight rings from like the Legion of Superheroes and he takes like like these power boosters and like he has this suit that makes him like a little bit more strong and durable, I think. And he goes back in time to to be like with all these fans and hope that people will love him. And he's kind of like this losery superhero who's like really charming and kind of has to learn how to be like not an asshole. And it I think it's like super Damn. endearing. Your There's right, this a... is Chris Pratt. Oh no. I know, right? And oh, I really no. hope they don't give it to him. Yeah. I feel like this is like a great avenue for like Glenn Powell because he literally looks exactly like the character. Like, are we putting Glenn Powell in every one of these roles? I love it. <laughs> Maybe. He's but hot. also because like there's rumors for this in this boost in this Blue Beetle movie, right? Like uh, that Ted Cord, who is like the original Blue Beetle or one of the original blue beetles is like maybe showing up at the end or he's missing. And like, that's what Jaime Reyes has to go find or something like that. Mm-hmm. They're like a buddy duo. And oh, so cool. like, maybe like this booster gold series will be a blue and gold series after like the blue beetle movie comes out. Oh. And, like it's confirmed. I don't know. Like that's maybe like some really loose speculation. There were rumors that Jason Sudeikis was playing Ted cord. I don't know how true that is, but like if that's the case, like an Andy Samberg to go ag- across that for Booster Gold, I think would be so cool. Gosh, you just the more we talk about this, the more like diverse the storytelling is with the cast and everything. It's just making me really excited. It's not dark. Like, like yeah, there's, there's like a lot of cool stuff, but there's lighthearted stuff. There's family yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm. Ooh, yeah. And, yeah, and also for this, I, I don't know, like there's like a lot of, I thought, I think Donald Glover would be an interesting choice for Booster Gold. Fun. Maybe uh, I watched, I've been watching La La Land and I saw some clips from Nice Guys again, but like Ryan Gosling would be kind of fun in that. He's maybe too old for it, but like. He can be know, funny that'd be, though. That'd be really fun. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm really excited for this. This could be like a whole lot of who knows. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, James Gunn described it as a superhero story of imposter syndrome, and I feel like everyone can relate to that in like a fun way. And yeah, yeah I don't know. There's a great episode of Justice League Unlimited called like the greatest story never told, and it's like there's this world-ending event, and Booster Gold's really excited to get in on the action. And Batman's like, "You're on crowd control," and so it's just him like telling people to like leave, and he's really bored. And in doing so, he discovers this other world-ending event that he like fixes on his own. 
and like no one ever gives him any credit because nobody knows about it except for like this one woman he saves and he learns that it's like oh it's it's not about getting all the credit it's just like knowing you did something good and it's like the perfect story for him and i kind of hope they do something with that hmm. well sounds exciting i'm, I'm yeah. probably the most excited about that now that you've described it to me um i think this is a good lane for also taron edgerton maybe to, oh to totally on there. that'd be super fun um, totally. And I don't know if they're too old now that you're saying the age thing, but like one of the sunny boys and would be fun in here. Like that'd be Glenn, fun too. Glenn Howerton or McElhaney. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be super fun. Charlie Day fits in there, but um, yeah, that sounds exciting. Let's get Edgar Wright to direct this. This sounds fun. Oh, I'd be so down for that. I don't know. Does he do TV stuff? Has he ever done TV stuff? Um, I don't think so. Could be a nice change of pace though. Yeah. If it's just honestly, like a... this also feels like a project James Gunn would be like, I really want to do this also. Mm-hmm. And I'd I be guess, down for that too. I guess we haven't mentioned like these shows. Are most of them you think going to be miniseries? You would you would think like or... one and done's. Is that what you think? Or I we... kind of hope so. Uh-huh. Except with the exception of Green Lantern, I think that needs to. Be... I, th- I think that needs to be like its own Go for thing, a while, going for a while, cool. where they like continuously up the stakes and stuff for that. Gotcha. But okay, but yeah. Cool. Um. Yeah. Moving on to Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Woo-hoo. This this is a really interesting one because this is a direct, from what I understood, a direct adaptation of the comic that released last year. Like this is a super oh, fast turnaround. Fresh. Okay, super fresh. Um, I just pre-ordered it because like it's because of the announcement, it's like completely on hold and you can't get it anywhere. So like I I I bought it, but who knows when it'll show up. But uh-huh. uh, reading about it, I thought this was like insanely cool. Uh, so it's basically uh, it's an adaptation of Tom, King, Tom King's recent run of the same name. Mm-hmm. And the idea is like the story follow, follows Kara, who is Supergirl, going to a planet with a red sun so she can get drunk on her 21st birthday. Because <laughs> oh, like that's... on the red sun planet, which is where like Krypton was, you, you, you're just like a regular person. So like you can get drunk and shit face and stuff. And in doing so, she meets this girl who like is looking to kill the guy. She she wants to bring justice to the man who killed her father. And so she's helping her. So it's like kind of like she doesn't she doesn't have like her her power so much. And it's like this like science fiction fantasy epic with like insane art that I hope gets translated into the movies. That sounds awesome. Right? I think that yeah. sounds really fun. Is um is Supergirl how is she related to Superman. How is this version related to Superman? Do you know? She like, uh... To my understanding, they're sometimes actual cousins, or sometimes she's just an, a Kryptonian or like a a person who lived in the same solar system, so okay. she like has the same powers. And cool. like once she gets discovered, they have the same they, like their secret identity is that they're cousins. Like it kind of differs depending mm, okay. on what source material you go from. Interesting. Gotcha. But I'm gotcha. really excited for this. She's like a character who actually grew up on Krypton and was like. 13 or whatever when like it exploded and like had to leave so she actually knows a lot of like what happened and has a lot of that trauma that like clark doesn't which i think is like a really interesting angle okay. to do with this but yeah i'm excited for this i i don't know who they'll cast but she'll probably be like in her early 20s and i think this will be like something that'll introduce more of the kryptonian lore which i think will be really cool too how do we feel about l fanning that'd be great i'd be down for l fanning i really like her or Haley Lou Richardson. I don't know if you know who she is, but who's um, she? She's in White Lotus season two. Also, I man, I got White okay. Lotus on the brain. Uh, but she's really fun. Uh, I think Florence Pugh is too old now. Probably. Um, yeah. 
but would love to see her somewhere. But she's got her she's got her Thunderbolts thing going on. Yeah, she's, she's fine. fine doing her mid Thunderbolts or whatever. Yeah, but tough, tough. Um, for directing, yeah. I think it would be really sick. Depending, of course, depending on how good Barbie does, Greta Gerwig would maybe I, be really fun. I had the same thing written down. <laughs> or I also think Regina King, who like was mm. supposed to do like this big DC thing with the new gods, but like that got canceled a long time ago. I think it'd be really fun to give her a new like a new like thing. a new thing. Yeah. Well, she was in Watchmen, um, right? Yeah, she was in okay. Watchmen, but she directed uh that one night in Miami. Movie, yes, I think. yes, yeah. Or she, yes, she did. Yes, yeah. She's very fun. I like her. So a lot. She's got she the DC. Also... She knows the the air. Yeah, yeah okay. she knows. She's she knows the, the stuff. But also, if you don't do a woman, I feel like maybe like someone with like the Daniels level of visuals would be kind of fun. They would fun. never do it. Like they would never give it to him, or they would never accept it. I don't know. I feel like mutually they would. I don't know. I think a lot. Yeah, I think a lot lies on you know if they win Best Director at the Oscars, yeah. then you have a Chloe Zhao situation where her next totally. project was literally Eternals. So. Who knows? I feel like I feel like there's just like a lot of really good A24 talent that they could just like scoop up, just really pluck quick and throw in there. That would be like awesome, and just give them like creative control of it mm-hmm. and let them do it. But who knows? I think we that'd were just be really fun. We're, before we got on, we were just talking about how you picked up a, a new movie in the draft called Bottoms by mm-hmm. this this yeah. director for, named uh, Emma Seligman. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. who also is an A24 darling and could be fun here as well. Totally, so, totally, yeah. totally beautiful. All right. Uh, moving on to our final project, I believe. Yes. Um, which is Swamp Thing. Yeah. Which, uh, if you're not familiar with, he's just like this man who gets fused with like the raw power of the the green, which is like absolutely like, the spirit of like plants, basically, and like the it's it's very weird, like Alan Moore shit that like I I don't even know how to begin to get into. Alan Moore's basically, Watchmen, right? Like. He does like a lot of weird, yeah, like crazy. That's no, weird shit. Got it. Yeah. Cool. Um, basically, like, okay, if you watched uh that Werewolf by Night man thing, it's like Similar. that, but like he has more of a human conscious, but he's also not a human anymore, and he's like magic, and he lives in a swamp, and he's swamp thing. He's very <laughs> strange. Um, this is uh said to be much much darker in tone from the rest of the stuff, which is super cool. Horror. But it's also not an Elseworld, despite its tone, which is again just a really good thing to indicate that. that like a lot of the tone is going to be super different depending on the projects, which I'm I'm pretty excited for. Love that, love that, um, love that. There wasn't okay, there wasn't that much about this project. However, today I noticed that James Mangold tweeted a photo of Swamp Thing after yes. the announcement, and James Gunn liked and retweeted it. Which means, are we maybe getting a James Mangold directed Swamp Thing? That because, would be wonderful. Holy shit, <laughs> that would be amazing. I uh, I don't know if Je- it'd be really cool because I don't think James Mangold has really, to my knowledge, done like dark, like actually told a dark, like scary story before. Yeah. I mean, like Logan, Logan has dark, dark elements, but, like, but it's not like, but it's not like this frightening. I, I don't, I don't know, but like. But, but I'm ex- excited for that. Like, I don't really know much about Swamp Thing other than, you know, he's a Swamp Thing. So <laughs> it's it's pretty exciting. Um, do you have anyone in line for acting or the role of Swamp Thing? I don't know what qualities Swamp Thing possesses. I, I know at one point the guy who was Hellboy, what's his name? Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman voiced him a long time ago. Mm. That would maybe be fun to bring back. Kind of um, fun. 
Because I feel like you just need like a great voice actor to to really tackle this. I wonder since we no. haven't mentioned his name and he's a longtime collaborator of Gun. Is this a Michael Rooker lane? Uh, I feel like Rooker can't go that deep with his voice. Like maybe he can, but this is like a like a really deep okay. Voice. So it could okay. So Ron Perlman. I would, and Michael Rooker is technically canon to this DCU if the Suicide Squad is canon. True. But I Ooh, guess you could use his voice that's a good, in other that's places a good point. Too, to be I forgot fair. he was in the Suicide Squad, to be fair. But he's savant, and his head blows up. That is true. Okay. But yeah. Interesting. But yeah, I think this is also interesting because maybe you could. this could be like a backdoor to like the Justice League Dark, which is where they have like Constantine and Zatanna and Deadman and Etrigan and stuff like that. Which we talked about in our pitches. Yes. See if any of those yes, come to fruition. We yes. did. But yeah, I don't know. I think I think this is like a really I'm surprisingly like really excited for this now that like potentially James Mangold is attached to it. Absolutely. Sounds thrilling. Yeah, totally. But yeah, is that everything? Th- that is I everything. I think that's everything. Is oh, there wow. anything else that we like maybe want to retouch on? I do want to say for Booster Gold, he has a little robot called Skeets that follows him around. Give Incredible. give Alan Tudyk the voice of Skeets because he <laughs> everyone wanted him to be Booster Gold for like a decade. Let him let him and be skeets his, as his a time's actor. gone and now he's got to do this. Yeah, that's exciting. But, um, I I don't know. I feel like we nailed everything pretty well. I'm excited about. I think I'm more excited about the smaller stuff now that we've dug into it than the the bigger names like yeah. the Superman and the Brave and the Bold and things like that. I'm I'm excited to see where this goes. And on top of that, I mean, it was announced that the Batman Part Two is. Yep, we got a release date for that. I think twenty five, yeah. uh, uh, October twenty twenty five, and then Joker two is just. I think it's still twenty twenty four. I don't think there's a specific month. Yeah. for that. So I just love that we're able to keep these things going. We'll have our own Batverse over here, which is probably going to run for a while, I would assume, and then we'll yeah. have this one that's that's canon. Will be will be quite fun. I like that we're just yeah, not I muddy think, in the waters and stuff. I think the Batman stuff will be at least a trilogy, and then yeah. of course we still have those series that. Like the Penguin show, I think is filming soon. Oh yeah, that's still going on too. So that'll be. I saw a theory that Robert Pattinson was like in New York at the time of them filming, which could mean anything. But like maybe he's showing up. Exciting, which I didn't think about. But yeah, I don't know. I think we're in a good. I'm feeling very optimistic, for the most part. I think Mm -hmm. this is gonna be good. I think so too, Uh, and I'm hoping just uh, you know this last slate, these last four movies will still be fun given the baggage that we have with two of them with yeah now the characters See, yeah things, that's so. the thing that's like worrying me the most is just like the four movie and again not even blue beetle but like mostly shazam 2 the flash and aquaman just like what are we doing with this stuff i like, know like going to be blue i'm excited for aquaman but like yeah blue beetle just feels like it has the best chance in this new model for yeah, sure totally i think aquaman's gonna be fine i think jason momo will fit in fine with all that considering his solo stuff doesn't really carry over to anything else in the prior i mean he shows up in justice league but like his movies don't directly link to anything related to the former so totally uh so yeah and i don't know what we're gonna do with black adam and the shazam thing but uh, who, who cares so i think this stuff's done it's well yeah so we're done with black adam and, shazam. and here's the thing too because like viola davis shows up in like all of that stuff like but yeah. and she's still canon so is, is black adam canon now I, I don't know. I think maybe the Flash uh, will answer most of those questions. They'll do a reset, right? It's a hard reset in the yeah. Flash, right? And maybe the ones who stay are just just only accept them as 
the casting and like whatever they do is only canon like going forward. But sure. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, despite all that, I'm excited for the future to come yeah. with DC finally. So amazing. Uh, amazing. Do we want to move on, Jackson? Let's move on to The List is Life. The List is an absolute good. The List is Life. Okay, so I guess I want to kind of do a two-parter. The first thing I want to cool. ask you, now that we've just discussed it, is I want you to rank in your head the four remaining movies that we know <laughs> we're getting this year. Like In terms of how you think they're going to perform, do you think they're going to do well? Not well, like what is it in, in your brain? What's the top? What's the bottom? What's in the middle? It's also crazy just to think that we're getting all of those movies in like one I know year. four like movies. That's, in that's a lot. The span of eleven months. I'm glad the is... gun is like we're slowing down after this, trust me. I um I think honestly, I think Shazam is the lowest rated for me. And I really love the first one and the same directors there, and it's the same cast, but like mm-hmm. they're doing original villains that like aren't Black Adam or like the weird worm that they like. Yeah. The weird worm. In the first one. Like that would have been super fun. Man. I don't know. Like I'm, so I'm not, and like the tone of it feels more like black Adam than the original Shazam, which kind of worries me. Yeah. I'm not hot on it. Right so now. I'm not and super hot on it. My girl, Rachel Zegler's in it too. And I'm not even thrilled about yeah, it. That's totally it's, it's tough. So yeah. So yeah. I'm kind of feeling weird on that. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I'm optimistic though. Then there's the flash, which people are saying it's good. Yeah. But it seems it's been in developmental hell for like a decade. And they filmed and all these cameos a, and now yeah, they're getting and, rid of those cameos. And now they're cutting them. Yeah. And now, yeah, like I feel like they wanted it to be like a no way home kind of situation. And, yeah. but it's definitely not going to be that anymore. But like, like are they James cutting? insists that it's really good. Yeah. And are we cutting the, the Keaton stuff? It sounds like, and it doesn't sound Perhaps. like any of that's happening. Um, so and I saw some like, yeah. I saw some toy link, like leaks. And oh, the no. villain looks really stupid. So who, I'm just going like, leave it. It's it... not Reverse Flash, who is like the typical speedster this... villain. It's a different speedster villain, which I think is boring. Like if you're going to do one that also runs really fast, at least make it like the iconic one. Mm. But it's not that. So I don't know how I feel about it. Okay. Interesting. So that's three. Yeah. Then I'm going to go Blue Beetle. And th- these are basically a tie at this point. I think Blue Beetle and Aquaman could go either way. Blue Beetle is one of my favorite characters. I think he is like the D- he is like DC's Spider-Man, but like people just don't really realize that yet. But I mm. hope maybe this is the case. I hear the casting is really good. It's the kid from Cobra Kai, right? Sure. I think, I I think seen... he's in Cobra Kai, and I think apparently he's really good in that. So awesome. I'm excited for that. My only worry is that it's like a streamer. It was going to be a streamer movie, and then they're like, no, we'll do a theatrical. And mm-hmm. I think, again, the villain is maybe like an original character villain, which is Susan fine, Sarandon. Like, yeah, that's interesting, but like, I, yeah. I don't know. Like, uh huh. I don't know. That stuff worries me. But then Aquaman, I'm kind of stoked for. I think the costumes were amazing in the first one, and it was like a fun action adventure that i really dug as stupid as it was like it was like fun stupid visually it was really cool visually insane yeah Uh, i think james wan is returning for this i believe so yeah yeah and so is amber heard unfortunately but the costumes look even better like like everyone looks even better the the story seems pretty cool Mm -hmm. black i'm I'm anxious i'm I'm more excited for yaya abdul for uh black manta again that's honestly what i'm here for the most but yeah and I and I drafted it, so I kind of wanted to do at least decently well. But we'll Huge. see. Huge. And then what about on you? T- uh, for me, 
uh, like I not I'm with you. I'm not high on Shazam now. That's probably four for me. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see the flat. I don't know if that means I'm excited about it. How they're that's the gonna... thing. Like I'm so curious about it, but I, I feel like a... it's gonna be bad. I yeah. But maybe I... maybe it won't. I don't know. I don't know. Like from all the test screenings, I feel like that's somehow going to be at number one. And I don't know if that's, <laughs> I don't feel good about that. Yeah. I think Blue Beetle is going to be very unproblematic and just be right there in the top two somewhere. Yeah. And then Aquaman. Yeah. I'm probably with you. Aquaman or Blue Beetle are kind of tied and I'd throw the flash at three too. And I am just not looking forward to Shazam now at all. It's a big, bummer. I'm excited to talk about these though. Like once I get- am. Yeah. Once but- we get to them and we can unpack them all, I'm excited to, to unpack yeah. all of what, but, but yeah, okay. And then what are you, what's your top three, what you're most excited for when the new lineup here? In no particular order. No particular order. Ah, oh, there's a lot that I'm really excited for is the thing. Yeah. Um, I feel like Booster Gold's in my top three. After mm-hmm. reading about the comic for Supergirl, I feel like that's got to be up there too. That seems really interesting. Yeah. Agreed. And probably Superman Legacy. Like I, I really need a good Superman movie. Honorable also, like Swamp the Batman thing. stuff sounds fun. Yeah, there's so many. Like honestly, like I feel really. <laughs> it all good sounds great. The Lantern stuff seems really exciting. I think the the thing I'm least excited about is the Authority, and mm-hmm. maybe and I mean like I don't know about Waller and the Creature Commandos, but I'm sure that'll be fun. Fun, yeah. too. Maybe we'll and be pleasantly surprised. Lost yeah. just because like I I don't want Gal. We don't know it, much. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We don't know much about it. Cool. But yeah. Overall, I'd say I'm, I'm super hyped. I think this is gonna be really good. Amazing. Well, great. Um. Let's hop over quickly, Jackson, to a little fantasy filmography update for the people. Uh, I realized last week I didn't even mention all of the free agency and dropped stuff that already has happened in the first uh-huh. two weeks. So I want to just rattle through that happened. really quick. Um, upon further review, once the draft was done, Matt drafted Jerry Lee Lewis, Trouble in Mind, which is a documentary. Turns out that premiered a year ago at uh, one of the <laughs> festivals. Oops. Um, so it was ineligible. So we had to drop that, and he picked up uh, Sofia Coppola's Priscilla, which is uh, about Priscilla Presley, who actually just recently passed away this year, uh, and more Elvis fodder. Let's see if the Elvis hive is still high for Priscilla when that comes out. So that's his A24 pick. Uh, Corbin dropped True Love, which was this weird sci-fi uh, type deal movie, and he acquired Leave the World Behind, which is a Netflix uh, movie by Sam Esmail has a lot of star power in it. Julia Roberts is there, so could be a good pickup. We'll see. I dropped the wonderful story of Henry Sugar, which was one of my wild cards, and I picked up a movie called May December, uh, starring Natalie Portman and uh, somebody else. And I can't remember, but uh, it's Todd Field directs it, and uh, oh, and Julianne Moore is the other star. So Todd Field directed it, and uh, looks pretty exciting. Uh, Corbin then brokered a trade for maestro with jeff and acquired wonka so jeff now yeah. has maestro and corbin now has wonka so and dune the timothy dune. chalamet power is crazy yes much like i have the mia goth power he has yeah. the timothy chalamet power <laughs> um so yeah maestro is now in jeff's oscar bait slot and wonka is just in i think corbin's wild card spot now so pretty exciting there then uh i dropped the steve martin documentary just because i was bored with it and I picked up a movie called Rustin, which is coming to Netflix, produced by the Obamas, and it felt Oscar buzzy to me. Interesting. Um, stars Coleman Domingo as a gay civil rights leader, and uh, cool. it just it just feels Oscary to me. So I wanted to get some Oscar bonus points, so I picked it up. Uh, and then finally, Jackson today dropped Night Bitch, 
the, yeah. uh, the Amy Adams and then uh, film uh, that Jackson described or Abby described as mid because yeah. she read the book. Yeah. And, it's about uh, a woman who thinks she's turning into a dog and everyone kind of doesn't love the book and they think it's fine. So I'm like, maybe that won't transfer anywhere of significance to a yeah, movie. Because you were trying to get the uh, the film bro award. I'm trying to get and I don't think, yeah, I don't think there's some bad movies that are drafted. By the way, Cocaine Bear, the trailer dropped for that. And it looks like it's like more of a comedy than like a monster movie, which kind of sucks. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> like, if that's what I wanted from it. But yeah, uh, we'll see what happens there. There's a lot of fun people in the movie. I Ray Liotta's think... final one of his exactly, final performances. Yeah. Pretty. Exciting. I just don't know if I can compete with like Blood and Honey or Cocaine Bear. So I was like, you know what? I'll get out of this bad movie race and hopefully pick up a, a decent one. Very fair. Uh, and you acquired a movie called Bottoms uh, today. Yeah. That happened today. We're recording as of Wednesday, February first, for the people yep. keeping track. But a very fun movie. We talked about uh, the director today, who directed Shiva Baby. Uh, it's like a fight club for queer people, it sounds like, in high school, cool. which sounds really fun. Sounds awesome. <laughs> they create a fight club to try to have sex in high school, and it just sounds so fun. So exciting stuff. Anyway, with that being said, as of February 1st, I'm giving the uh, the weekly scores here in week two. As of now, David still in first place because uh, he now has three movies that are garnering reviews. <laughs> wow. Uh, Shotgun Wedding. Uh which still, you know, is really underperforming. It's pretty meh. Uh, All Dirt Roads Taste of Salt. Good reviews out of Sundance. Might start leveling out eventually. Uh, and Knock at the Cabin is coming out this week. And wow. he garnered some early reviews. And early things are saying it's both Shyamalan's best and worst in a long time. So I think we're oh, going to get... wow. Another controversial? I think we're going to get some controversy perhaps. But I've heard like pretty straightforward. Like it's a pretty straightforward thriller. There is a Shyamalan twist, but... We'll see. Uh, everyone seems to be praising Batista's performance as well. You so, gotta. He's doing great. He's doing great things. So yeah. So we'll see. That wow. comes out this weekend. We'll see if he gets some box office numbers there for that. If it's top of the box office, I'm expecting not because I think Avatar is going to run for like a month more, month more at that spot. Jeez. Uh, then I actually have bumped into second with Infinity Pool uh, because I've got a little bit of box office returns and by technicality, I was in a head-to-head matchup with Shotgun Wedding, which was a streamer that. Uh, put out a few thousand dollars over the weekend, but an infinity pool <laughs> won the head to head with like $2 nice. million. So nice. And then uh, Jeff is in third right now uh, with you hurt my feelings being his only uh, film as of now. So David with 76.66 points, Carter with 39.93 and Jeff with 32.6 and uh, no one else on the docket yet. We'll get some knock at the cabin door this week to see how that performs. And that's Sweet. where we are. Beautiful. And with that, Jackson, we're done. We did it. Big news day. Big news day for the boys. Uh, It was a blast and a half. Uh, Jackson, where can they follow us on uh, Instagram? They can follow us on Instagram at refcut underscore pod. Give us a follow. Check our links in our link in our bio. We have a link tree. You can follow us on uh, Spotify and, and Apple Podcasts and get notified when that stuff shows up, which we would really appreciate. If you want to mm-hmm. rate us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, do that. And we'll read your reviews. Please. Um, yeah, and we're also on Twitter. And Carter, what's our Twitter? At roughcut underscore co. Check us out there. We post our episodes there as well. And uh, lots of fun stuff there as well. So yeah. check us out. We retweeted my community moments as best <laughs> best picture nominations. And I think it was pretty good. And it was incredible. Uh, yeah. Tremendous stuff. Uh, thank you once again. Now, I promise, guys, 
log into Netflix, hopefully on your own password now, because that's taken into effect, I think, this month. So the, the password sharing shit. And check out La La Land, because now I promise next week, unless I don't know, something wild happens, like I don't know, Marvel is no longer a film company or something. We'll discuss that. But if not, we'll be talking La La Land finally. And uh, I think Babylon's on VOD now as well, if you want to check that out too. So sweet. Fun stuff. Amazing. Thanks, guys. We love you very much. Love you. Bye. In case I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.